This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. As I always do, I want to thank Rabbi Shabtai for giving me the opportunity to learn together with you. This week's parashas is Parshas Mishpatim. So much to talk about, so many different, both technical mitzvos, ben adam l'chavero, and a lot of hashkafa that one could discuss as well. Um, but I wouldn't, wouldn't be Parshas Mishpatim without perhaps discussing the most famous two-word response that we are all familiar with in the receiving of the Torah. Klal Yisrael, after accepting the Torah, responds with the very, very famous, powerful words, Nasev and Ishma, Nasev and Ishma. And we know that based on the, based on the Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara tells us that in merit of the fact that uh, the Jewish people committed emphatically to the receiving of the Torah. So as a result, uh, two ksarim, two crowns were placed on each person's head, one corresponding to Naseh and one corresponding to Janishma. There's a lot to talk about here, a lot of different mefarshim. I think we want to discuss the base Halevi, what the value, what was so impressive that uh, the angels, the Malachim of Hashem, were overwhelmed with this type of commitment, this devotion that was expressed by the Jewish people when they said the words Nasev and Ishma. Uh, but I wanted to talk today a little bit through the eyes, of course, of the Nesiva Shalom, in which he says something very, very powerful that I think uh, uh, requires a little bit of reflection, a little bit of introspection, understanding kind of what Yiddishkeit is all about, what Yiddishkeit is all about that perhaps could be gleaned from these very two words. So if you take a look, um, we're going to start on the left page, Kuf Pei Beis, a left-hand paragraph, and we are going to start with, you know, actually, let's start on page Kuf Pei Gimel. Let's start with Kuf Pei Gimel. So what was so impressive? That's what's bothering, based on this Gemara, that's what's bothering the Siva Shalom. What was so impressive that the emissaries, that the angels, the Malachim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, based on the fact that they said the words Nasev and Ishma, felt compelled to place these two crowns on each Jew's head. He quotes the Morinayim, the Shalnoba Rebbe, who explains what was so powerful with Klal Yisrael giving precedence to the word Naseh before the words Nishma. We know that in life, in, uh, in Ruchnius, but really in everything in life, whether it's relationship with friends, whether it's Avodah Hashem, even if it's a relationship with our kids, our spouse, there are high points and there are low points. There are points in which we feel more emotional. There are points in which we feel less emotional. In time, it's based on the Pasuk in Yecheskel. There are times in which we ascend and there are times in which we descend. And after every time in which we ascend close, there comes a dissension experience. And then subsequently we have another one of these Ali experiences. And the reason for why Yiddishkeit, but really all relationships in all human experiences are what I call and what many call the roller coaster ride. There are times in which you're on top and there are times in which you go down and you feel the stomach in your throat. Says the Nesiva Shalom, the reason for this type of roller coaster experience in Yiddishkeit is a deeply hidden secret embedded within Torah. Why? What is the reason? Why is it that our Baruch Hu has structured our relationship with Him, with a capital H, 
and in general understanding what it means to be an Eved Hashem in all relationships, why is it that there's a Yerida and there's an Aliyah? There's an Aliyah and there's a Yerida. Why can't we just say at one point, why can't we have what we would call the equilibrium? Why can't we stay on top of the world? Why is it that we have to have the Yerida? What's the way in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu structures it? And we have to try to understand how we can confront when that happens. And he explains the Yudit Tzarech, Gam Bizman HaYerida Yosdavak Bashem. Says the Nesiv Shalom. That it's true that the secret, the reason why there has to be a Yerid and Aliyah is something that we may not be uh, aware of. It could be that it's based on Kabbalistic, very deeply hidden sources. But the bottom line says the Nesiva Shalom is that whether we understand it or not, whether we're on top of the world with Aliyah or we are descending with Yerida, one shouldn't think that there's an excuse not to be Dovek Basha. That even when you're in a situation where you're not feeling particularly passionate, where you're not feeling energized, where you don't feel that enthusiasm, that his love was for Avodah Hashem, a person shouldn't think that they are now excused from putting forth the effort to develop a relationship with Hashem. There's the Iker Kabbalah Torah. That is the fundamental element to the receiving of the Torah. She Yisrael Yutamid Devukin Bashem. A person always has to strive. To be close to Hashem, afilu bizman yirida, even in a situation when you're on the way down. Vizehu inyan hiktimu nasel nishma. Now we can understand, says Lesnanim Rebbe, based on this Shulnova Rebbe, the Moray Naim zuchusayogan aleinu. Now we can understand what Klal Yisrael was really saying to Hashem when they said the words nasel nishma. Hainu shenasel gambelo nishma v'novid. Shegam is money mirudim. Excuse me. Niat vukim b'Hashem. Klai Yisrael was saying nase. Now the more traditional way of explaining this is nase. Klai Yisrael committed to doing the mitzvahs, even though they didn't understand them. Nishma. Then we'll learn and we'll try to understand why we do the mitzvahs. That's the more traditional way of explaining what was so impressive about this commitment. That's not what the Slanim Rebbe says. The Slanim Rebbe says nase. We're going to do the mitzvos, even though we don't really understand, even though we don't, we're not able to appreciate the predicament that we find ourselves in. Namely, even when we're on the way down, we're in a trajectory of Yerida, Naaseh. We are going to continue to do the mitzvos. We are going to continue to forge ahead. We are continue to be mishtadel, to put the effort forth, to be able to be dovek basha, Naaseh. V'yacharkach. And when we get back on our way up, we have the Aliyah, Ba Madrigas Nishma, Sha Madrigas, Yosher Gavol, Shadvigas Bashem, Yisbach, Dizman Aliyah. Says the Nesiva Shalom, the words Nasev and Nishma weren't just a commitment that we'll do the mitzvahs whether we understand them or not. And even after we understand them, we'll continue to do them. No, says the Nesiva Shalom. That may be one suggestion as to what they were saying, but he is adding a new dimension. A new deeply, uh, a new deeply uh, permeating element, and that is nasa. Even when we don't necessarily appreciate our situation, even though we're struggling with understanding the hashkachas Hashem, we don't understand why Hashem is doing what He is doing. Nasa. We're going to continue to do the mitzvahs. We're going to continue to ensure that we're developing that meaningful relationship with Hashem. And then nishma. There are going to come points when we are having we are bnei aliyah. Situations in which we are ascending will continue to have that relationship with Hashem and on a deeper and more enriching fashion. 
That was the greatness of Klal Yisrael. That's why the Malachim, and with Hashem's instructions, put the crowns on them. Because Klal Yisrael committed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when they accepted the Torah, that they're not only going to accept the Torah in the good times, but they're going to do and accept and uh, per, uh, fulfill the mitzvahs of the Torah and put forth all the effort necessary, even in the times that are of times of Yerida. They understood they were able to uh, comprehend the truth. That it's incumbent upon us to not only develop and strengthen that relationship with Hashem in the times of Aliyah, but even in the times of Yerida, even in the times of Choshech. Now we can understand, says the Nesiva Shalom, the following Pasuk in Devarim. We are going to be dovich with Hashem Elokeichem. Shem Havai Hu Bechinas Giloi. V'shem Elokim Hu Bechinas Din V'tzimtzum. Beautiful, says the Nesiva Shalom. You're going to love this, Rabbi Brand. Look at this Pasuk. V'atem Hadveikim Bahashem. That's Yud Kevavke. Midas Rachamim. Midas Ahava. Or as the Nesiva Shalom says, Midos Shchinas Hagaloi. Right, where Hashem is revealed, we understand exactly what Hashem's intentions are. What's Elokechem, Elokim? That's Midas Hadin. That's when we feel we're like under the microscope. That's when we feel like there's a judgment. It's black on white. It's a little bit harsh. We don't feel that same level of closeness to Hashem. And yet, Shalom attempt Vekem Hashem is Barach. We'll be Dovek Hashem, whether it's the Yudke Vavke of Ava, of love, of Rachamim. Or Elohim, we're going to be Dovek Hashem when he expresses himself through the lens of judgment, through the lens of Midas Adin. Whether it's the type of Hashem that he expresses himself through Ava, or he expresses himself through Yira, when it's dark, we are always going to strive to be Dovek Hashem. And so the Nesiva Shalom explains that was the powerful commitment that Klal Yisrael was making to Hashem. That they understood, having received the Torah, that the Torah was predicated on not only being close with Hashem in the easy times, when the world is clear, where they understand why Hashem is doing what He's doing during the times of Aliyah, Nishma, but Naseh. We are going to go ahead and we are going to forge ahead with enthusiasm, with passion, as much as we possibly can. We are going to dig deep, even during the times of Yerida, even during the times of Choshech, even in times when we don't understand Naseh. Because that's what Yiddishkeit is all about. A relationship like every relationship, you wouldn't only talk to your wife when you're feeling positive or you're feeling high emotional. You have a relationship with your spouse, with your children, sometimes when it's high and sometimes when it's low. But without that retzifus, without that consistency, there's nothing to talk about, right? That's the famous explanation that we're all aware of. That on Shavuot Shabbat we mourn over the fact that the Korban Tamid no longer was brought. We don't mourn over the other Karbanos. We only mourn over the Korban Tamid. Why do we mourn over the Korban Tamid? It's one of the five things that on Shavuot Shabbat we mourn over. So one of the explanations that's given is because the Korban Tamid represented consistency in our relationship with Hashem. That as opposed to the Korban Pesach and other types of Nidavos that we volunteer for, or even some of the Karbanos Tzibur, if you're learning the Dafyomi, even some of the communal offerings that come at certain points during the year, the uniqueness of the Korban Tamid is Day in, day out, like the mailman, you had to bring the carbon tub in the morning and you had to bring the carbon tub in the afternoon. 
And when that was no longer permitted to be given because of our exile, because of the persecution and oppression, that was something to mourn over. When we lose the consistency of relating and connecting and dipping our relationship with Hashem, that is cause for Avelos. And that's exactly what the Son of Rebbe is saying off to us over here. Whether we're in the times of Naseh or we're in the times of Nishma, Vatem, Advekim, you always have to be doing Hashem Elokechem. Whether it's the Yudke, Vavke of Ava, love, or it's the Elokim, Midas Adin, the Yira, Vatem, Advekim, we always have to be Dovek Vashem. I've mentioned in the past one of the most impressive things about the Dafyomi. Um, I started Dafyomi this past cycle. My Shver is probably shepping a lot of Nachas, right, that I finally jumped on the bandwagon. But one of the most impressive things about the Dafyomi is there's no rest for the weary. Day in and day out, you're in the mood, you're not in the mood. The Dafyomi stops for no one. And so therefore that us that consistency, that understanding that a relationship has to be built on, a, on, on, on an understanding and, a, and a, a fundamental belief system in which consistency has to be the core, that we continue to plug away is what I think is one of the unique qualities and what makes the Dafyomi so successful and why it has such an impact on the person who's learning it and the family members who notice that diligence and that devotion. It's a powerful lesson that the Nesiva Shav is highlighting for us. It's something that we all could use a little bit of chizuk. We have to reflect on it. We have to understand what areas perhaps are we not demonstrating that consistency like the Tamit Shal Shach and the Tamit Shal Bin Harbayim, like the commitment that Klai Yisrael understood that Torah has to be predicated on the relationship both during the times of Yerida Choshech and the Aliyah Ahava and Amir Hashem, the same way that the Torah commits to us that a person who's going ahead and understand that he has to be dovek Hashem both during the Yudke Vavke, the Ava times, and the Elokeichem, the Midas Adin times, then we will be successful as the Torah says, we will be successful in being dovek Hashem, which of course is the ultimate goal that we all have for ourselves. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.